This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. The brave girl who fought off her kidnapper comes forward and says watching Law & Order SVU saved her. People all over the world who saw what you did were amazed by your bravery, your courage. Then, deceived. There's three of us in this marriage, so it was a bit crowded. Was Princess Diana tricked into sitting down for the historic TV interview? And the slain college student whose body was found in a cornfield. Courtroom drama as her accused killer goes on trial and her boyfriend takes the stand. I wholeheartedly believe he's guilty. Plus, you are ruining our children. Parents revolt over wearing masks. We will be free always. Then. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Scandal. Did she and her husband finance their lavish lifestyle by scamming victims from a horrific plane crash? And Stranger Noise. What the heck is that? I don't know what it is. It's the strangest sound. Plus. The cost of friends. Concern for Matthew Perry at the big friends reunion. Was he slurring his words? Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. It's the interview that changed the history of Britain's royal family, and it was based on deception. 26 years after Princess Diana's blockbuster interview on the BBC, an investigation has revealed that reporter Martin Bashir misled the princess, some might say he lied to her, to get her to agree to go in front of the camera. Here's Jim Murray. Well, there were three of us in this marriage. So it was a bit crowded. It was the scoop that changed history. Princess Diana opening her heart about the breakdown of her marriage in an interview seen around the world. I don't want a divorce. Now, more than 25 years later, an independent inquiry has found that Diana was duped into giving the interview to famed TV reporter Martin Bashir. It's inexcusable and very disappointing to hear because it changed everything, everything. The internal investigation launched by the BBC found that Martin Bashir arranged to have bank statements falsified to make it appear as if members of Diana's own staff were being paid to spy on the princess. Bashir also conned Diana's brother, Earl Spencer, into believing that Diana's car was bugged, three phones at Kensington Palace were bugged, and her mail was read by British intelligence. Daily Mail editor Charlie Langston. What the new investigation has found is that he deceived Princess Diana essentially by playing into fears that she had that the royal family was conspiring against her and her relatives. Bashir is apologizing for the deception today, saying it was a stupid thing to do. But he insists the bank statements had no bearing whatsoever on the personal choice by Princess Diana to take part in the interview. The BBC is also apologizing, 
the process for securing the interview fell far short of what audiences have a right to expect. We are very sorry for this. Prince William had a blistering reaction to the report. It is my view that the deceitful way the interview was obtained substantially influenced what my mother said. It brings indescribable sadness to know that the BBC's failures contributed significantly to her fear, paranoia and isolation that I remember from those final years with her. Martin Bashir has resigned from the BBC. He insists it was for health reasons. Three years after she was murdered while jogging, the trial and the death of former track star Molly Tibbetts is finally underway. The defendant is a farm worker who's in this country illegally. And as Stephen Fabian reports, his lawyers tried to cast suspicion on the dead woman's boyfriend. Her slaying horrified the nation. Molly Tibbetts, a 20-year-old college student, vanished from her home in Iowa after going for a run. Her body was found in a cornfield after four weeks of searching. She had been stabbed to death. Now, three years later, her accused murderer is on trial. He admitted that he found her attractive that she was hot, in his words. Farm worker Christian Rivera, a Mexican national, wore headphones so that he could follow the proceedings in Spanish. He admitted taking Molly into the field, placing her face up, and putting corn stalks on her body, and then leaving. You can see why he chose to allegedly hide the body in the cornfield. These cornfields are incredibly thick. Follow me. If we enter this field, you can just see how dense it is. The stalks are about 10 feet tall. And watch this, the further I go in, if I leave the camera where it is, just about five feet from the camera now, it doesn't take long for me to completely disappear. Video believed to show Molly jogging that day was played in court. That's thought to be Rivera's car following her. Molly's boyfriend, Dalton Jack, took the stand and came face to face with the accused man. Why do you not want to be sitting in this room with that guy, with this man? I wholeheartedly believe he's guilty. The defense tried to cast suspicion on the boyfriend, who said he planned to ask Molly to marry him. Tell me about the temper of the 16, 17-year-old Dalton Jack. It was not good. It was short-fused. Like the fight? Yes. They are trying to portray him as somebody who may be a bit of a loose cannon at times, and they are trying to really cast doubt on his story. Chris Goffner, who is covering the trial for KCCI-TV in Des Moines, says blaming the boyfriend is likely to be a failed strategy. Legal experts I talked to say that the prosecution has some very strong evidence here that it's going to be very hard for the defense to overcome if convicted, Christian Rivera faces life in prison without the possibility of parole. The COVID numbers may be down, but in some places, the tempers are way up over COVID restrictions. Les Trent has a look at some parents who are fed up with them. You are ruining our children. Mask wars rage on. We are Americans first, and we will be free always. Angry parents descended on a school board meeting in Palm Beach last night, demanding an end to mask mandates in schools. We want our children unmasked now. Please, we are begging you. In New York City, where the mask mandate came to an end this week, but most people still seem to be wearing masks, a mask burning ceremony was held. Anti-maskers even invited the 70s pop group, The Tramps, to sing their hit, Disco Inferno. It turns out, masks don't burn so easily. 
thanks to the vaccines, new COVID infections and deaths are dropping across the nation. Just six states, including California, are leaving mask mandates in place. The White House is now mask-free, as seen in this anti-Asian hate crimes event today in the East Room. Even handshakes are back. Watch as President Biden leans in to whisper in Nancy Pelosi's ear. And with weddings finally getting back into full swing, many brides like Al Roker's daughter Courtney, who is getting married next month, are faced with an etiquette dilemma. She's asking all her guests to get vaccinated. Courtney actually put it on the on the, oh, on the invitation. On the you know, we'd love you to be vaccinated and masks will be a requirement mm-hmm. inside. And wedding planners say their phones are ringing off the hook, but there are no openings until 2023. Sometimes kids watching TV is a good thing. That little girl who fought off a kidnapper is speaking out, saying she learned what to do by watching Law & Order SVU, down to smearing blue slime on the suspect, and that helped police make their case. Now she's getting a special shout-out from the show's star, Mariska Hargitay. Amber Cagliano reports. The hero youngster who fought off her alleged kidnapper is getting praise today from Law & Order star Mariska Hargitay. You are one brave, strong and smart young woman, Mariska told 11-year-old Alyssa Bonal in an Instagram posting. Alyssa not only freed herself, she also smeared the blue slime she was playing with on the suspect's arm as a clue for cops. So where did she learn that neat trick? Law and Order SVU. With her mother's permission, we caught up with Alyssa after school today in Pensacola, Florida. You watch es- episodes of SVU with your mom, right? Yes. And that's how you picked up the tricks that you used to, to get this abductor away from you, yes. right? She remembered victims leaving clues behind for detectives. Alyssa had the incredible presence of mind to do the same. I know by putting evidence on the, on the abductor or criminal, they could, um, the cops or detectives could find the person more easier, easier, easier and get more evidence that it was that person. And when 30-year-old Jared Stango was arrested, sure enough, he had blue slime on his clothing. In a posting straight to the girl, Mariska writes, Alyssa, first and most important, I am so relieved and grateful to know that you are safe. And I am so honored to be part of your incredible story. I think the SVU squad might have to add slime to their crime-fighting gear. Your number one fan, Mariska. The little girl's family is thankful she's okay and that her mature taste in TV shows may have saved her life. The suspect is now behind bars on a million and a half dollars bond. It's an old-fashioned fraud case in which a couple's accused of spending funds meant to go to families who lost loved ones in a Boeing jet crash. But it's making bigger headlines than usual. Les Trent says that's because the couple flaunt their lavish lifestyle on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. The new season of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills premiered last night as one of its stars faces a major scandal over allegations about how she and her husband are paying for their lavish lifestyle. Erica Jane's husband, prominent attorney Tom Girardi, is facing claims that he pocketed millions of dollars meant for his clients. It's expensive to be made. Erica is known for flaunting her wealth and has bragged she spends a mind-boggling $40,000 a month 
just glamming up. On the premiere, the real housewife showed up to a barbecue dripping in diamonds. But it appears Erica's opulent way of living could soon come to an end. With any of the lawsuits, like, did you have a heads up? No, I did not. Tom Girardi is now being sued. He's accused of stealing at least $3 million in settlement money owed to widows and orphans of the Boeing 737 MAX plane crash that went down in Indonesia, killing all 189 people on board. Attorney Floyd Weisner represents five families who lost loved ones in the plane disaster who claim Girardi stole from them. Ripped off is a uh, polite way of saying it, I guess. Stole, cheated, what word do you want to use? Erica claims she knew nothing about what was going on with her husband. The controversy will be addressed in future episodes. Orphans and widows, it makes you feel sick. Did you know any of this? No one knows the answer but him. Lawyers representing alleged victims say they'll watch every minute of the new season looking for money spent by Erica and Tom Girardi that they say is owed to their clients. By the way, the couple has filed for divorce and plaintiffs say that that too is a sham to hide assets. From time to time, we've told you about strange, seemingly inexplicable noises. Well, the latest was recorded by a doorbell camera. What is that noise? And where the heck is it coming from? The mystery sound was captured on a doorbell cam in Salt Lake City at 5 a.m. The baffled homeowner posted, what is the sound? Kept me up all night. Must have been near 80 to 90 decibels. Filled the entire neighborhood. Neighbors called 911. You can hear the spooky sounds in the background. Can you hear that sound? I don't know what it is. It's the strangest sound. It's coming from up the street, and it's odd. It's, I don't know how to describe it. Did you hear it? I can definitely hear something. It woke Linda Morrison in the middle of the night. It almost sounded like a dog barking in a very rhythmical way in a sort of a muffed tone. There were all kinds of theories. It's like... um. A helicopter blade that goes faster and slower, louder and softer. Listen, listen. Others posted their guesses online. Sounds like a windmill. That is a wild mongoose mating call. You're about to be abducted. Now the mystery has been solved. Police say the noise is coming from intense winds blowing into a slack line like this. A slack line is a thin piece of nylon that's used like a tightrope. Sometimes they can catch the wind and create quite the strange sound. Can you hear that sound? Mystery solved. Back with more after this. Next, she says she was raped in her college dorm. It happened the night she attended a fraternity party celebrating the last day of the semester. Now, eight years later, the taunting, so I raped you message she got from her attacker. Plus, the cost of friends. Concern for Matthew Perry at the big friends reunion. Was he slurring his words? And you've never seen a flower girl like this. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. 
Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Could a creepy message on Facebook bring justice for a young woman who was raped years ago? Amber Cagliano has the story of a former college athlete who went to the cops after she was sexually assaulted, but they never made an arrest. Now, eight years after the attack, she bizarrely got a message that sounds a lot like a confession. What kind of creep would ever send a message like this? So I raped you. Shannon Keeler was shocked when she saw the note on Facebook. It came from the student who she says attacked her eight long years ago when she was a freshman at Gettysburg College in Pennsylvania. Shannon says it happened the night she attended a fraternity party celebrating the last day of the semester. At the party, an upperclassman was hitting on her and wouldn't leave her alone. Then he followed her to her dorm room. He wouldn't leave and then he raped me and started crying after and um, went home. Shannon tried to pursue criminal charges, but she says authorities kept dragging their feet, saying there wasn't enough evidence. I feel the police and the district attorney's office failed me. Two years after it happened is when they told me they weren't going to move forward with charges. And at that point, it was too late for me to file a civil suit. Um, and I mean, they destroyed my rape kit. Shannon tried to cope with what happened to her by focusing on lacrosse. She led her team to a national championship in her senior year. Out of nowhere, she says her alleged rapist recently reached out to her on Facebook. When I saw his name, I, I didn't even read the messages. I couldn't. I just gave my phone to my boyfriend and, I, and he read them for me. And he said, Shannon, like he, he, he confessed. The messages are disturbing and incriminating. I need to hear your voice. I kissed you, so I raped you. I'll never do it to anyone ever again. How did you feel when you saw those Facebook messages? A lot of it came rushing back, but at the same time, I felt this sense of validation. As soon as I got the messages, I knew I had to pursue it again to the fullest and not give up. We are not naming the alleged attacker because he has not been charged. Now, Keeler hopes those chilling Facebook messages will help her finally get justice. I'd like him to be held accountable, and I'd like to ensure that he doesn't do this to another woman. The DA's office tells us an active investigation is pending. Gettysburg College says it's deeply disturbed about Shannon Keeler's continued struggles. It says it will continue to prioritize sexual assault awareness. When we come back, new concerns about Matthew Perry after the preview drops for the Big Friends reunion. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. 
Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customize paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. One week before the Friends reunion airs, there's concern for Matthew Perry. The Friends reunion trailer is delighting fans, but many are asking if Matthew Perry is okay. Social media is going into overdrive, with concern that he looked a little off during the taping, seemingly staring off into space as his castmates reminisce. And when he does speak, it sounds like he's slurring. While being a really close-knit group, we don't see each other, all six of us, a lot. Listen as he talks about stealing a keepsake from the set. I stole the cookie jar that had the clock on it, and I gave it to Lisa Kudrow, because she, one point, looked at it and thought it was a real clock, and I gave it to her. The reaction was quick to take shape. It pains me to see Matthew Perry like this. It's definitely evident that he's been through a lot and has lost most of his energy. Seriously, it breaks my heart, go some of the concerned tweets. And there's this moment as he appears on the verge of tears, comforted by Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, I'm going to cry now. Matthew right here. The 51-year-old actor has made no secret of his struggles with drugs and a stint in rehab. Now people hope he's okay. All the guys have put on a few pounds over the years, and Matt LeBlanc has gone gray. As for the ladies, they still look great. Jennifer Aniston is getting high marks from fans who say she looks like she doesn't seem to have aged since the show went off the air 17 years ago. The Friends reunion will air next Thursday on HBO Max. When we come back, not your average flower girl. Finally today, maybe it's just happy weddings are back. Check out the guy who stole the show as the flower guy, tossing out petals to the guests, wearing a floral blazer. Guess he didn't get the memo, you should never upstage the bride. That's Inside Edition. Thanks for watching. We'll see you again next time. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.